Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today, I'd like to talk with you about 10 quick and easy ways you can calm yourself down instantly. And this requires little to no tools, but just the intention. We live in such a stressful world, and it's overwhelming at times with things going on in the media and with our busy lives and just everything going on. How do we stay calm and focused so that we don't make the wrong decisions? Well, we're going to do that through a calm mind, and we're going to talk about some really fabulous tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you are choosing to invest in yourself, invest in your personal development. There's so many people out there who are just spinning wheels and not really focusing on who they are and what they need and why they need it. But you are different. And so give yourself a big old pat on the back. In fact, I'm going to give you an electronic fist bump. Boom! (laughs) Make sure if this is your very first time listening to hit that follow subscribe button. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of my homies, peeps, home gals, partners, compatriots, however you want to be referred to, or just simply friends who have been enjoying and have been getting a lot of value, I would greatly appreciate you share this podcast with someone else. That way they also can find value and they also can be able to be able to relate with themselves most importantly, and with others with love and compassion rather than shame and guilt and all those other yucky things that make this world such a crazy place. And so I really appreciate that. Also, I would love to hear your wonderful voice as well. Check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. I value your privacy. It's very important to me. So let me know in the beginning or at the end of the voicemail message, whether or not I have permission to air your message on a future podcast. I love hearing people talk about their victories and questions about what to do with how to relate with their employees or their kids or family members. I want to answer all those questions, but I need your permission. So please, if you want me to uh, give you a shout out and obviously recognize that you are doing your own work and you want to be able to help other people overcome their own shyness, I would greatly appreciate getting someone like you to be able to leave me a voicemail message with permission, keyword permission, to add add you in a next upcoming podcast. And all I need, again, is just your first name, your hometown, and obviously the, the question so that we can be able to share that message out. Also, you want to learn more about me? I would love for you to learn more about me. Check out info.denisedlee.com slash connect. There you'll be able to sign up to my free keyword, free weekly mailing list. I drop them every Monday morning. And it's just advice on different things about life and love and relating with yourself and as well as some really helpful resources that are applicable to what you're dealing with. Okay. And then you can also learn about why am I life coach specializing in trauma addiction. So I'm going to leave link in the show notes below to access all that fun stuff. Now, everything that I'm going to be talking about can be really found more in detail in my course amazing attitude, as well as obviously working with me directly. So I'm going to leave a link for amazing attitude as well as application to work with me. But I want to kind of dive into 
the, the conversation about now, how do we instantly find ways to calm ourselves? I, I remember having an interesting interaction with someone on Twitter. And by the way, you can find me on Twitter, Denise G. Lee. And there was this conversation about reacting versus acting. And one of my followers uh, uh, said to me something very interesting. She said, we should also be able to have that space and that energy to react, like letting ourselves express our emotions. And it got me to thinking about, well, how do we do that in a very safe, calm way where we're able to let the emotions come out, the fears, anxieties, but also temper it so that it doesn't go out of control? How do we at that moment, in that flashpoint where your eyes are bulging and you're ready to break something or run away or whatever else your mind wants to do at that moment. Like, what do we do when we're at that critical juncture before we want to fight or flight or flop or fawn or all those stuff where a big is saying, red flag, emergency, you know, bat down the hatches. Like, what do we do? And so this is the conversation that I want to have. And as you're listening to this, obviously, I want you to not jot down certain things that appeal to you most. And then if it appeals to you, then do it. And obviously, if you can't, you don't have anything to write with, please listen to this episode again. And then, you know, write down at a later time about not just what I suggest, but when these moments of stress happen to you, and why it's important. Because here's the thing, Maxwell Moss's book, Cypress Sadness, it was like written in like 1960s, whatever. But in the book, they talked about when we're forming these habits, what we do is we form the habits when we're not under stress, when we're not focusing on immediate survival at that moment. Like nobody thinks about like, yes, I'm going to calm down, use one Denise's tips on blah, blah, blah. What we do is we have to store the information in our kind of our resource center in our minds called the hippocampus. It's all part of our brain and says, okay, I store in my memory that when I feel stress because of X, Y, and Z situation, I can rely on this. So like your mind can just open up the file cabinet of like what to do when we're wigging out and getting angry or, or pissed off or whatever we're feeling. And I'm like, okay, bing, and then pick up one of the resources that I talked about. This is what I want you to kind of think about. It's like, okay, while I'm not under stress, while there's no danger, there's no like red flag or any kind of signs of danger, like what can we do? And even the things that I'm going to recommend, you don't even have to do it under stress. You should be doing this period um, as part of, as you are flexing your resilience, right? Flexing your mindfulness, the muscles in your mind and obviously like you know if you lift weights you lift enough weights your muscles will get big well you flex enough mindfulness exercises and the stress reduction exercise you will calm down your vagus nerve it helps your vagus nerve is a cranial nerve that links directly to your parasympathetic which helps you calm down releases that serotonin mood stabilizer all a bunch of science wonderful stuff the point i'm trying to make is that we need to learn to start doing this throughout the day as a conscious effort so that when stuff hits the fan, <laughs> you're prepared, all right? So with all that being said, I got 10 simple tips to instantly calm your anxiety. And I would love to hear from you after you listen to this podcast. Let me know which anxiety tip, anxiety calming tip works well for you. I'd love to hear and where do you use and how do you use it? So 
send me a message at anchor.fm slash Denise T. Lee or reach out to me directly because I would love to hear that from you. Okay. That all being said, let me go to the number one tip that I love and I know that everyone does this is listen to music. When you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed and anxious, are we going to listen to Metallica? Or are we going to listen to spa music or jazz music, right? Or uh, pop music from the 80s, cool pop music from the 80s. Look, here's the thing. Music is a game changer, but what kind of music you're listening to? Now, I remember when when I was first learning how to drive at like 19 years old. And I remember when I was in driver's ed, I, I, I got in the car and I wanted to blast like rap music. And I remember the the driver instructor said, uh, you can listen to music, but right now you're under a stressful situation. You're learning how to drive. Wouldn't it be better if you listen to calmer music or no music at all? And I'm like 19 years old thinking to myself, what is this old man talking about? I want to blast my Jay-Z and my rock. And like, oh, oh, <laughs> Now I'm dating myself. I was just playing music of that time frame. My TLC, all that stuff. Anything that was just like loud and just there. And I didn't realize that I was literally hyping myself up to go to the war zone of the roadways. And that's not what it is. So when you're listening to music, you're listening to music that calms you. And I'm not saying it has to be jazz or classical but find something that's not has high tempo and beats like almost like you want to go grab something heavy and start smashing apart like no 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 if you're under stress sometimes just listening to even ambient music like the birds or water rushing all that stuff is so good for your nervous system to calm yourself down and i trust me that will lower down your anxiety okay now, the second thing is breath work and meditation. You know, I need to probably have a whole podcast devoted to all of that. But breath work is so essential. I remember many years ago, I first came across someone explaining about how they built their multi-million dollar business by being breath work and explaining the process of how breath work was essential for them to be able to understand who they are and more importantly what they needed and I thought oh, okay this is some heavy garbage stuff but the more I started learning about breath works now there's different types of breath works like box breath and wave breath but anyway when you're breathing and you're allowing your mind to really be at peace and at calm you have a different perspective on things like for one moment in that sharp moment in time you're not thinking about disasters and plagues and violence and the stuff that you saw in the media or the stuff that's going on with your kids or your family, your dog or whatever's going on. In that moment in calmness, you're allowed to be present. And those anxieties can like literally glide off like ice melting on a on a on a on a, on a surface top. And then like all those worries are just dripping and dripping and just kind of playing away and then there might be something in the middle that was always kind of encaptured in that ice and now you can be able to see and that's what breath work does it just kind of opens the door to things that you're not quite seeing that's going on so I would definitely encourage 
investigating more breath work. And the other thing is kind of corollary to breath work is meditation. And look, all these things don't have to take long breath work or meditation. Like when I say meditation, I'm literally thinking about meditating on an idea, a concept. I'm a Christian. And one of the things I like to meditate on is going to uh, God's word in the Bible, but you could be a uh, uh, Muslim and go to the Quran or, or Jewish or, and go to your religious text. And but the point I'm trying to make, or if you are not religious at all, then you can be able to meditate on a stoic concept. There's a lot of philosophers like Plato um, and, and Aristotle that can be able to have you meditate on concepts of uh, values and integrity and, and, and understanding your place in the universe. So there's different ways to meditate on different things. But the point I'm trying to make is that it doesn't have to take a long time. In fact, I even on my I have an Apple Watch and even my on my Apple Watch there's a part where they have like a little looks like a cloud or something. And then you can either do breath work or meditation. And the meditation they says think about the one experience that was really hard and think about how you got out of it. That's something that you can meditate on. When we're in the thick of craziness, it's hard to get ourselves out of ourselves. And meditation and breath work is definitely something that will help you. Okay. Now let's move on to embracing nature. Oh my gosh. (sighs) Nature is healing. I myself have made a commitment to myself as long as I can walk, I will go outside for at least twice a day and observe the trees and feel the wind against my skin and just observe all of Mother Earth's works of wonder. Now, some of us, we feel like we're tethered to our computers. We're on we're on the computers doing all sorts of stuff. And like, ah, we got this email about disaster lurking on one thing or another. Or, ah, I got a deadline. Look, honey. I need you to just get the moment you're just feeling overwhelmed, nothing you're going to type or do is going to be productive when your mind is frazzled. Get up and walk outside. And even if you can't go for a walk, at least sit outside for a moment and just be mindful about the clouds in the air or see, hear what your birds chirping or any other ambient noise that's going on outside. Your body is intently in tune with the earth and once your body is be able to kind of be in sync with all the things that are going outside of yourself it naturally will calm you down and talking about the internet and the computer my next tip is to ditch or limit social media look the many a couple years ago the wall street journal came out with the facebook files and they literally proved that the programmers built in like systems so that it could be as addictive as humanly possible. There've been like news is about how Instagram is harming young girls. I mean, it's built to be addictive and to feed itself. And so if you're already feeling stress and anxiety, please, you don't have to hit the reply button to someone who is trying to say something in that would be an insult to you. Okay, I'll just put it mildly. And this is so important because 
every time you kind of get into the cycle of, I want to get this, I want to show them, I want to write this thing that's just going to show, show everyone how smart I am and I'm going to insult them and all this other business. And every time you're doing that, you're reinforcing the dopamine reward system. Now we have tons of neurotransmitters, dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, all that stuff. And that help us regulate our bodies. And dopamine is one of those things that give us a shot of reward and yay, this feels good. But every time you're going into talking with people about contentious issues, about fighting or getting argued, that just revs up your body for stress. And not only that, you're releasing cortisol and that's a stress hormone. Works great in the short term, but too much cortisol literally causes too much damage to the body. So I would say if you are feeling anxious, please ditch or limit your social media. And I've known some people who have done literally social media fast for a month at a time. I myself had did social media fast for several years in some places. And like I said, I'm back on Twitter now on Denise T. Lee, but I am very, very strict about who I interact with, what I talk about, and what I will not talk about. And so if you want to have more calm, that means being very clear about how the social media is impacting you. Okay. Now let's talk about exercise. Now I don't care if you like to hike, bike, do yoga, Pilates, golf, soccer, pickleball. It doesn't matter. Find something that you enjoy. Now we as adults, we need at least 150 minutes per week of moderate exercise. Now, and Obviously, we need about two to three times of the week doing strength training of that of that time frame to help build strong bones, right? Now, I don't care what you do, but do something that you really enjoy. You know, sometimes when I feel stressed, I just get up and I just walk. I, I know some clients that get up and they got little punching bags, you know, that they can just kind of knock around. I don't care what you do. Just find something. You have a little elliptical you can just go put in like a fitness CD. I guess we don't have fitness CDs anymore. Maybe I'm dating myself. I, I know that there's apps on your, your smart devices. Like there's no excuse for you to not exercise in some form or fashion. So please do that. Your body will thank you and so will your mind. Okay. Now, the next thing that I want to suggest is to change something. Now, I remember I was talking with a client. And she was just really frazzled. She was like, ah, I hate like what's going on with my employees. And I, I don't know what's going on with this and that. And I, she was just talking. I said, hey, can you stand up for a second? And she, and she looked, looked at me confused because like we were talking with each other via Zoom. Oh, by the way, I talk with all my clients via Zoom. We do a virtual appointments. But anyway, I said, just, just get up. And I said, just take off the microphone off your ears and just just stand up for a second and I just want you to stretch your arms up in the air and in that moment her mind could just I could just tell she was kind of shifting from insane mood to like ah okay Uh, I'm getting a little calm here so that's another thing that you might want to consider like change something get up move sometimes me heck even leave in the room reorganize space in your 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 office or wherever do something to distract your mind from your worries that's an instant way to change your disposition and obviously reduce stress okay now the other thing that i want to suggest is ice therapy now uh, ice i'm not saying like 
put ice on your skin for like 20 minutes like to like sh and because that can do some nerve damage but just a, a little bit of ice on your neck or wrist or heck even the on the back of your foot can really calm down your vagus nerve but will ultimately slow down your heart rate and make you calmer there's a lot more details about ice therapy and i don't want people to to arbitrary just grab a bunch of ice cubes from the cube there are freezing go okay denise told me to put this on my skin in this man in this way i'm like no denise gave you no such device she just gave you general advice and i would really encourage you to look more into ice therapy if that's something that interests you okay because uh there's a, a procedure and a manner to do it safely all right the next thing that i want to suggest for instantly calming is to get a calm bracelet or ring now, this is a symbolic object that reminds you to stay calm and relax. You know, I remember when I first got married and I really, really found my wedding ring set as a, as a, a focal point of calming. It symbolized the devotion and love my husband had for me, but more importantly, it gave me hope and just just flood of good feelings about how he gave me the wedding rings and how we got married and all that wonderful stuff. So I want to ask you something. Is there something that you can wear that's symbolic of promise and hope and love and prosperity or whatever that looks like for you? And the next thing I want to do is talk about looking at pictures of good memories. Is it any wonder why so many of us, when we, if you do work in a cubicle or you have you have this workspace that so you have pictures of your friends or your family or or pit places that you've gone good memories help reinforce the fact that even in the highest moments of stress and anxiety that this shall pass that this is momentary and I would encourage you, if you don't have in your workspace any pictures of your family or friends or loved ones or good experiences, put something there. Put anything there that just makes you feel good. And it doesn't even have to be a person. It could be, again, a, a trip or or even a, put, put up, up a picture of Fiji, even if you've never been to Fiji. Maybe that's a dream of going to Fiji, okay? Make yourself, keep reminding yourself that even in those moments of stress, there are places that bring you joy and people that bring you joy. And last but not least, please call a friend or a loved one or support person. That's my number one instant tip for having anxiety and stress reduced. There is just something about talking with a friend that gets us, that knows us, that really wants to help us. Some many of us have not wanting to reach out and call people because we're thinking, oh, I don't want to be inconvenienced. Oh, I don't want to be a burden to them. But look, if you can't lean on a friend when you need them, not saying call them all the time, but when those critical moments happen, they're not a friend. You know, you don't want a fair weather friend. You want someone who's going to be riding to die, someone that you can relate with, someone that you can talk with. And obviously, I would hope that it would be reciprocal, that you would be able to talk with them as well about things that they're concerned about. It just shouldn't be a one-way thing where you only call them, but they never can call you, okay? So I'm going to repeat everything that I have on this list. And you let me know. I'd love to hear from you what things, again, was like really popped in your mind. Like, oh, wow, I really want to use this. I'd love to hear back from you. Anywho, here's a list. Listen to music, breath work and meditation, embrace nature, ditch or limit social media, exercise, 
change something, ice therapy, wearing a calm bracelet or a ring, call a friend, and looking at pictures of good memories. So again, let me know which one really sings to your soul. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I enjoy talking with you. And if you would be so kind to share this podcast with somebody else, write a review, all that fun stuff. It helps me know that you enjoy this podcast and I can give you more of what you like. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.